All right, we are ready okay, to roll. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Underrated But Confident. Finally back. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus vacation time. And we and coincidentally, we come back at the best time of the year. Shark Week. You're welcome. Uh-oh. Fellas, what is going on? Trace, how you been, man? What have you been up to? Uh, not not too much lately. I've been kind of working on a, a, a potential new job, which I'll, I won't get into the deets of that yet, but. But uh, no, I mean, Stripper. yeah, probably. That, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. There you go. Better all hang out. That's actually what it is. No, but uh, I mean, no, I've just just been living the life, you know, working, doing this, doing that, whatever. So it's been it's been fine, simple enough. But yeah, hopefully, I'll have some more uh, uh, info to share on a new job hopefully coming up. So we'll okay. see. Hell yeah, Jimmy, what you been doing? Uh, about the same with Trace, just working, and then um. Wedding planning, and um, well, I'm not really wedding planning. That's up to the woman. I'm just nodding my head and saying yes, dear, and uh, agreeing to every damn thing she says. And just yes, honey. That's all you can and, do. <laughs> yep. I'm just looking forward to the uh, honeymoon planning. I'm excited for that. That's what I really care about. And then, um, uh, let's see here. Just sold sold my car. Got Gam Gam 2.0. Gam Gam, uh, which is. <laughs> My if you guys don't know the back backstory to that, we will tell you shortly. Don't yep, worry. Yep. <laughs> Old game, game. Now we got game, game 2.0. So. Hell yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Hopefully, won't have that thing very long. Just need to need to save up money for a big boy car. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yep. Yep. Hell yeah. Get you a truck. Yeah, Bo. Made that F one fifty. Made one fifty. We can bring out all the titties with that one <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Zach, Zach, what you been doing, man? Uh, right now I'm eating ice cream, so I'm fucking grand. This guy's <laughs> living his best living life. Living your man. best life. Absolutely, dude. He's like, I'll beat you all. I got yep. ice cream. I just got back from the trivia night. Got my fucking ass kicked. Dude, I don't well, know how people do trivia. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> like I, I knew I was dumb, and then I went to trivia like two or three times while at Marshall, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm the dumbest person on earth. I don't know a damn thing." We Want to start coming with us? Sure. We went in there. Dude, we went in there completely sober, and then like by the time we left, it was like, ah, I don't remember shit what happened, but we didn't win trivia. <laughs> no, I didn't fucking win. I can tell you that. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, it's trivia. What the fuck you mean trivia? What?" What this? Jeremy, you can start coming with us on Wednesdays. Uh, you're in charge of the science questions. Nope. Oh, man. Uh, can I phone a friend as in, like, my brother? Yeah. And we'll win. Bring him. Take Jeffrey. He'll answer them all right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'll sit there, be a Skype, and be like, I can't give you much information, but I can drink some beer. Uh, well, yeah, we can drink beer. That's bad, y'all. Yeah, yeah. It'll make us more diverse as a group. There Hell you yeah. Have your brother there. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. You said no. it, not me. <laughs> oh, we'll man. Two gingers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My father, me, and a gay ginger. Yep. Yep. Well, all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is Pete's taking the title. Pete's got that, bro. Your dad's oh, definitely got the title. Man. Title yeah, town. Man. Title you, town. You would think if my dad there, we'd do okay. We don't. We finished dead fucking last. <laughs> we didn't finish last tonight. 
Hey, there you go. Second to last. Oh, hey, man. Baby steps. Baby steps. Amen. Yes. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Eventually, we'll move up to eighth place. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. Baby steps. We, we were discussing. We, <laughs> every time I play trivia, I just feel like I'm going in so confident, and I leave like, my God, I'm not even smart as a, like a kindergartner. I don't even, <laughs> Dude, that was can't believe us. it. Like, can't believe the it. The first time we went, we showed up and we got like the first six questions right, and we kind of looked at each other like, "This is fucking easy." And then we got like five wrong in a row because the questions went from normal to like, if you have nine apples, then how many toes does George Washington have? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Simple question there. I mean, hey. but not like his toes. Like, how many toes did he own? Like oh. other people's. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Damn. It's, I don't know that one. It's, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, nope. that doesn't sound fun. That came sounds... from fucking Washington. Nope. Sounds rather un- unenjoyable. Uh huh. Yeah. I just realized they this give, is podcast they give number twenty. Question. They give us a podcast number twenty. Podcast number twenty. Jimmy, if you handle the science question, I'll handle the very last question. Fair. Enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe not Thank fair, you. I needed assistance. Yep. I needed assistance on that. The last uh, question's always free. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you tricked me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Why you son of a what was that? What's that movie from? Oh Wild Hogs. Wild yeah. Hogs. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Talking about that at work I love that movie so much. <laughs> Movie of the week, right there. That's <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like that. So we've been doing that for like the last couple of weeks of work, and just be like, "You shut up, bitch." As you can see, his left ear is partially blown off. Yeah, <laughs> you say something. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. I guess, I guess that's as good of a segue as any to lead into the big NBA topic that we still have yet to cover. Uh, of course, that being the fact that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are now members of the Los Angeles Clippers, not the fucking Lakers. Paul George is on a fucking question. The, the Clippers. Uh, uh, I don't Where know did Paul George go to college? Uh, Quick. Fresno uh, State. Yes, yes. Chase, you're allowed to come Wednesdays. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew it was Pac-12. I knew it was like Pac-12 West Coast. but I fucking got it wrong. Chase, you're coming with us. I okay. got one from Charlotte. Every day. Safe. Every Wednesday. <laughs> Every Wednesday. <laughs> but with that, we have the free agencies kind of winding down. Not a, lot, not a whole lot of movements been made lately besides that. And a few, few other things here and there. But it looks like right now it's as wide open as it's been in years uh, I cannot wait to see the NBA regular season this year coming up because usually it's just like you already know what's going to happen. Last few years it's been the Warriors, of course, whatever. But now it's like you don't know for sure one specific team that can win the whole thing. There's about eight or ten teams that I feel like have a legit shot. Clippers now maybe reach the top of that, pen, uh, the, you know, kind of the top of the mountain heading into the season, arguably. It depends on who you ask. But, Chase, start with you. What do you think about that huge news of the claw and PG-13 Aligning in Los Angeles with the Clippers, do you, you know, do you, who do you just at thinking about in LA terms? Who would you give the nod to right now, Lakers or Clippers? Just what do you think about the NBA free agency as we're pretty much on the dead period of it now? Um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a shock. I, I do think it was like a last minute decision. 
of yeah. Kawhi. Um, I do think it was more Toronto and then Lakers, and then he was just like, well, I want to be the star of my own team, but I have a little bit of help. And then um, the Paul George whole trade, that was, that was just – that's just wild. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I think the Clippers have the better team, but with LeBron <laughs> and AD on the same team, same team, sorry, um, and Stephen A, you know, referenced this earlier, when you have two superstars on the same team that play at superstar level, it's that's a hard team to beat. I mean, oh, yeah. and then you got Kuzma, so he's a great supporting cast as well. Rondo and, um, you know, Avery Bradley are going to be your more defensive side, which is good because they need those type of players and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely unique. But um, and I saw where um, C.J. McCollum resound with the Blazers today on extension. Yep. So, you know, the Blazers got better for sure, adding Hassan Whiteside and all that. I mean, it gives them a better presence down there, down low as yep. well. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Just realistically, the free agency was nuts. It's a madhouse, dude. And then, like, I saw, like, where Jeremy Lin says he, like, hit rock bottom and the NBA's, like, giving up on him. I'm like, dude, I feel bad for you. Like, I feel bad for him. I really do. But, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he's a good role player now. I mean, but Lin yeah. he's was such a was such a hype and such a fluke during that time. I mean, it's it's hard, you know, it's hard to top that. So, yeah. But, you know, like I said, I mean, the free agency this time was so wild and so, like, crazy. You know, like, now you got Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team. In like That's the, crazy. As the two, you know, most ball possession players in the league, literally most touches in the league, yep. one and two, and they're on the same fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and in, yeah, and then Chris Paul back to Oklahoma City, like, you know, where he basically started his career whenever, you know, Oklahoma City had the Hornets from the, uh, the, the whole weird transition of team moving out of Charlotte and moving back to Charlotte and being coming to Bobcats and all this other stupid shit. But, um, you know, it was, it was definitely unique, but once in a lifetime type of free agency for us, that's for sure. But, yeah. um, it looks like 2021 or 2022 is about the same thing. It's going to be just as wild. So I don't know. Interesting, but NBA is definitely going to be weird to see next, next year. Um, I almost said next week, like it's, fucking right around the corner but um you know next year because all the different players in different jerseys so i'm excited it's gonna be cool absolutely i mean i, I that's a, i kind of honestly forgot about the, the whole russell westbrook going to houston thing but now i'm glad you brought that up because like that is going to be a really weird dynamic to see the two top guys in usage rate try to coexist you know it's not like it was when they were with the thunder the first time because at that time james harden was the sixth man he wasn't this 35-point-a-game score that holds the ball every possession and dribbles at every possession. It's not the same James Hart. It's not the same Russell Westbrook. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they play together now and at this point in their careers. You know, Russ has said that he'll play off the ball some, but that's going to require him to have to make a lot more shots than he's been making around the perimeter in the last couple of years. But, yeah, definitely interesting stuff. Uh, Jimmy, starting with you now. We're leading into you now. What do you think about the – Clippers bombshells. What do you think about Houston getting a uh, rust? What do you think about all the different dynamics going on in the NBA right now? I thought it was all nuts when it was happening. I still think one of the craziest things that uh, recently came out was um, AD saying that he didn't buy a, a house or an apartment or anything. Like he knows it's strictly he's there for one year. So he huh. just 
is getting a Airbnb for fifty thousand dollars a month in LA. Oh. So I was like, "Yep, he is all in on the one year deal." And uh, yeah, I guess he he understands. And like to me, as as like an NBA fan, that's like, okay, you're you're definitely there just for one year, and then you're gone. <laughs> kind of like a waste of not not really like a waste of money, but just like a waste of time, you know. Just I don't think they'll they'll be good, but like one year's not that long of a time to really like mesh with a whole team and stuff, you know. It's, yeah. But that's just me. And then um, the Clippers getting Paul George and Kawhi that that was still a little mind boggling and a little different, but I think they'll be they'll be pretty solid in the next couple years. And uh, Kawhi almost went to the Lakers, but then saw PG-13 was going to the Clippers. I was like, yeah, I'm going to team up with him. I was like, well, shit. And then Westbrook going to the Rockets. I was thinking, well, this this might be good, having two teammates, you know, teaming up again. I was like, Rockets might actually break through and get past the Western Conference Finals and get to the Finals. But, you know, I wonder. And then I, I guarantee – Chris Paul has to just be furious going to Oklahoma City. Like, you know, that, that just can't be a good time for him. And then Simmons – or no, uh, yeah, Ben Simmons, he's working on his three-point shot, so maybe he'll actually become a semi-jump shooter. Probably not. No, he won't. <laughs> it's probably just all hype on, on Twitter and stuff. We've made but, as many threes as he has in his NBA career. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. That's insane. Yep. He only scored one more point than I did in the playoff game last year. Uh oh, that's also true. And then uh, I think what is kind of scary though is Kyle Korver teaching Giannis how to shoot. Oh shoot. Yeah. That that's a little a little terrifying. Yeah. Um, so the NBA next year should be pretty interesting and a lot of a lot of fun. And then uh, oh yeah, and then CJ McCollum getting that big extension. Oh boy. But again, <laughs> you know the West is. Going to be damn near impossible, and then the Bucks will probably come out of the East. So, but that's what I think. Yeah, I mean the West is going to be ridiculously deep this coming year. I mean it's always the best conference; it's been that way for a decade plus. But like, I feel like the ninth place team that just misses out on the playoffs could still be a forty-five plus win team. Like, I feel like the West is absolutely stacked this coming year, and it's going to be awesome to see it play out. Uh, Zach, what do you think about all the NBA stuff going on right now? All the stuff we've mentioned, anything that we didn't say, what do you think, man? What does Kyle Corver know about shooting? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's a bum. <laughs> what a bum. He's a pure athlete. Nothing <laughs> about shooting. No. He's out there dunking time, every game. One time I saw him touch the rim. One time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him touch the rim. <laughs> he dunked in the finals a couple of years ago. I remember that. Wow. Because, like, the Cavs lost, but I, I counted that as a win. Yep. Kyle Corver dunked, like, and it wasn't, like, in transition on his own. Like, it wasn't a half-court set. Like, <laughs> if you let Kyle Corver dunk on you – Yeah, if you count Kyle Corver – like, if you let Kyle Corver dunk on you in a half-court set, you lost. I don't fucking care oh, yeah. what the scoreboard says. That's basically, like, me fucking dunking out there. Basically. But uh, – and I – there was so much going on. The thing that really got my attention was Steve Kerr saying that Anthony Davis going to the Lakers like that is bad for the NBA. 
pretty ironic. When I first when I first heard that, I thought that was ridiculous. But then he kind of elaborated and he made the comment that Anthony Davis literally controlled who he played for, and it wasn't through free agency. If you're a free agent, you get to decide where you go. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Kevin Durant deserved to decide where he wanted to go. If you are unemployed, you deserve to decide where you want to work. If you are literally employed by somebody, though, if you are employed by anywhere, not even the NBA, you and you have a contract to be there for a certain amount of time, like Anthony Davis did, and then you literally say, "I'm not doing this unless I'm here." I kind of get where he was coming from because that's what Davis did. Davis yeah. literally quit on New Orleans. He uh-huh. did. 110% quit on that team. That gave him everything. Ever since he got drafted, they, they've given, they gave him, did they give him, they gave him an extension at some point in time. So he was getting paid a lot of money. He was, he got a super max or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like he, so, so I kind of get where he's coming from. Cause this is a, this is going to be a start of something new. It's a copycat league. There's yep. going to be players who now decide, well, I'm not playing here. I'm not going to play anywhere. I'm not even going to sign anywhere unless you send me to this team. And that's going to be bad for the league because let's say the Nets suck next year and Kyrie Irving decides, nope, not doing it. (laughs) I'm not playing here anymore. Send me to Philadelphia. (laughs) And I swear to God, if you don't send me to Philadelphia, I'm not playing for that team either. That's that's bad for the league. Like, Might be yeah. stupid on his part considering KD's supposed to miss most of the year, if not the whole year. That yeah, that was just an example though. Yeah, I know like, what you mean though. <laughs> like for anybody. Like say Anthony Davis does yeah. the fucking Lakers. Halfway through the year, Anthony Davis decides I don't want to be here. Send me the clip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Send me uh, to cross the locker room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll cross the locker room. I'll fucking walk there. Like, yeah. I'll fucking take my bike. <laughs> That's why I have an Airbnb. Oh, man. The drunk guy on uh, Capsize just sacrificed himself. Sacrificed. <laughs> yeah, I understand why did, what Kurt's saying. Why did it kill? Why did it kill? I, I do think that's bad for the NBA. I kind of understand what he's saying. You know, you like it or not, all the players in the Warriors either got drafted by the Warriors or decided through free agency that's where they wanted to be mm-hmm. when, when they were allowed to decide that kind of thing. And I, I am kind of afraid that there are going to be players, like particularly for teams that aren't great, like say that say Kevin Love goes out there and averages a double double next year for the Cavs, but the Cavs suck ass, and Kevin yeah. Love just decides, no, I'm not doing this. Don't play me. And that's going to be bad for the league. I never yeah. thought about it that way. That's a great point. And you know somebody's going to do it. Because yeah. everybody oh, wants yeah. to play with everybody oh, yeah. now. It'll definitely Every, happen. Everybody wants to be on a super team now. Everybody so wants true. to be on a team with another star player because the league's so talented, it's too hard to be on a team when you're the only superstar. I think, oh, yeah. we, I think we have the best super team. Oh, hey, man. no cap. Absolutely. No cap. I can name Michael Keith Gilchrist. No, what? he's a free agent. Dude, I was talking about us, bro. Oh, oh us, us, us. I thought you were saying, like, oh, us, no, not like, <laughs> your favorite team. Literally us right here. Literally, no, literally us. us. Yeah, just no. Our, our free agent is Terry Rozier. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got nothing past that.
I got nothing. <laughs> That's it. We all did. Oh, boy. Right. On that note. Yep. And on that yep. note. Moving on to the smaller round ball that just makes me depressed. And, but, um, yeah, I just, I'm so done with it. I need no, football. But last night was, was pretty cool. Gotten into a nice little brawl, and I was just excited. I just wanted someone to hit someone, and I don't care who got hit. Well, as long as, you know, I'm glad Josh Bell didn't get hurt or suspended or, you know, anything of that nature that I know of. But other than that, I don't care who the hell got hit. And I kind of wanted, like, Puig to knock someone out. That would have been kind of funny. And then, uh, but anyways, yeah, old Bucko's one and nine in their last ten. But could could be where well no we're pretty much rock bottom. The only thing that <laughs> can be worse. <laughs> it's like not really. It's <laughs> rock fucking bottom. You're terrible. As as I'm looking at the standings, I see run differential, and the only thing that makes me kind of happy about it is the Detroit Tigers have negative. I just want to know how they how they have done this. Negative two hundred and three run differential. Yep. <laughs> God almighty. And they native. had a pitcher with the best ERA in the AL yeah. going into today. How is that even possible? That's what I want to know. They are – let's see. Yes, they are the worst team in baseball right now by four games. Hell, yeah. That is – that's impr- like negative 203 run difference. <laughs> That's hilarious. Feel like the Pirates are the worst team in baseball, but the way they've been playing, oh, she's. Uh, I need it to be over or just in the playoffs to where I like. I know they won't make it in, for a while. Oh well. Um, Trace, how how do you feel about baseball? <laughs> Me or Trace? Trace. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said Chase at first. I did too. Oh, I did too. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, like you said. I mean. The Pirates have just been absolutely brutal in the last, like, ever since the All-Star break. They've won, like, I think they've won, like, what, like, three games since the All-Star break or something? Like, something like that. that it's embarrassing accurate. how terrible that, like, they were at least, like, decently respectable at the All-Star break. You know, they weren't that far out of the division, but good Lord. Now they're they're four games behind the Reds for yep. second to last in the division. Like, they're not even close. No, nope. but... I mean, yeah, other than that, I mean, a lot of, most of the same teams are still on top. You know, Braves looking good in the uh, in their division. The Dodgers are just be, they're being the Dodgers. But will the Dodgers ever actually win the World Series? They always seem like they have the best record or one of the best records in baseball, but they can never quite win the World Series. Can they finally break through there? Who knows? Yankees are balling like they have been. Twins are hitting about a million home runs. They're balling. Houston's right there. I mean, there's yeah. just a lot of really good teams. <laughs> Fuck it, Houston. It's going to be, like, really good to see uh, how it plays out, especially now that we're in August, basically, and, like, it's not too much longer until postseason time. So, let's go. I can't wait. Our number three starter gave up a run the other day. We have to go fucking get Zach Greinke. Yeah, really. I was like, what the hell, Houston? Zach Greinke will be a great right? fifth starter. Yeah, up there and fucking huge. Aaron Sanchez too. Not. I hate Houston. Plus, those trades have been pretty crazy last night too. Yeah, Puig gets traded, then goes out and fights, and then Trevor <laughs> Bauer gets. Dude, gets, I don't, I don't care. That was the best meme I've ever seen. It said, 
that was. It said minutes after you find out you were traded to Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that that was the most punches. fair trade in history, though. Trevor Bauer's last appearance as an Indian. He throws the ball over center field in anger. Yep, that was impressive. Yossi Puig's last appearance as a Red. He gets into a fight. Yep, That absolutely. is the most fair thing ever. That's the like most fair trade ever. Yeah. Yep. It fits. But Trevor Bauer actually watched the Indians game from the stands today. Yeah, he uh, did. <laughs> what the hell? I don't think he's I, accepting it. No. Have you guys have you guys seen the videos of Trevor Bauer getting mic'd up? It was during the spring they did it. No. That dude's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like every pitch that he threw, that's not gonna work. Yeah, that won't no, work that's either. Actually, no. Let's see. He threw yeah. one of them like in the second it left his hand, but that'll work. That'll <laughs> work. <laughs> Chat, how how you feel about baseball there, Betty? Well, I'm glad to see that the Rays really need a bullpen help going into today, so they traded three relievers. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We got a starting pitcher from the Marlins who has an ERA over seven. It sounds like the Pirates. You want Chris Archer back? Yeah, we'll we'll give it to him. Literally, just hand him over. Are there any other pitchers we can just steal from you guys instead? Nobody good. They're all hurt. <laughs> hmm. I will say, whenever it gets to my turn, I'm a little triggered. But you finish your thought. Hashtag <laughs> triggered. Uh, the, the trade deadline was insane. I, I there was a lot of names that I knew were going to move. Shane Green was going to move. Guys like that. The bigger names, the uh, the Braves went out there and they picked up two back end bullpen pieces. They got Melanson, and then 45 minutes later, after you thought they were done, uh, they went out there and they got Shane Green who mm-hmm. was the AL leader in ERA. Uh, one of the best closers out there in the AL for the worst team in the AL, which is even more impressive to me because the guy wasn't getting a whole lot of save opportunities. And he was still all close to leading the AL in saves. I think he is lead, was leading the AL in saves. Uh, so the Braves really fixed an issue for them. Their bullpen was terrible. Their starting rotation was pretty bad. They they still had Soroka and everything, but they, they got Keiko a few weeks back whenever. Mm-hmm. He became eligible to sign, and then they fixed it back into their bullpen here recently, and the Braves lineup can score 15 runs a game sometimes, it seems like. So uh, the Braves went out there and made some really big moves, but the Astros, and if they aren't the favorite to win at all, I don't, don't understand how. Yeah, they're the team was already loaded. That team was yeah. already fucking loaded. They had Verlander and Cole, two of the best pitchers in baseball at the top there, and then they added – uh, Zach Greinke, who's already one of the better pitchers in baseball, the most expensive player in baseball, uh, which makes it even more insane that they can afford that. Uh, and Aaron Sanchez is having a terrible year, but it's still Aaron Sanchez. The guy, not only was he a huge prospect, he was good just last year. So it's not like this guy was just a name out a big pedigree. He's, he's had success. It, he's had a really bad year and his finger, his blister issues still keep acting up and the dude can't seem to figure that out somehow. But whether you use that guy out of the bullpen or out of the starting role, that even if he's your fifth starter, that is an awesome fifth starter. Oh yeah. I can't think of it. They still have McCullers out there. I can't, I still, I, I can't think of houses in Houston's rotation. I know there's a lot of names out there, but it, the trade deadline is insane. I think a lot of teams got better. I think a lot of teams you expected to sell, sold. Uh, the Mets not trading anybody really surprised me. Cindergaard, Wheeler, and Diaz all stayed. That I didn't see that coming. I figured 
at least one of those guys would be gone. Yeah, I really thought they were going to trade Cindergard. Uh, yeah. I thought Cindergard might stay because the price tag was apparently just ungodly. I thought <laughs> Bumgardner would have been when would have been traded though. With everything oh, yeah, they, going on, I really thought yeah. Madison Bumgarner was going to be the first one out the door. Yeah, they were talking about though, him. like with those guys like that, like Wheeler, even with like Wheeler and like up, like and Bumgarner and Zendergard are way better than Wheeler is. Right. But the price tag for even just Zach Wheeler, with how with how many teams needed pitching, the teams who had pitching to get rid of, they just decided, well, if you want it, you really have to give us something for it. Yeah. yeah, well, they're gonna want, they're gonna want a, like a you know a massive like truckload of prospects or players or equivalent to. So I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I, I know exactly the, what you're saying. I saw the Mets wanted major league ready players. They didn't even want prospects. Oh God, like, <laughs> they they wanted guys who they could put in their everyday lineup right now. Yeah, for Cindergard, and they wanted multiple of those. Yeah. So once I kind of started hearing things like that, I figured those guys would stay because. It doesn't matter how desperate you are for pitching. Like, you could be in first place and have no starting pitching. You're still not going to give up that much for that. No, you can't. For a guy, Cinder's really having a down year. Uh, yeah. As is Bumgarner. For an ace like that, he is. And then, on a, but, I think Bumgarner's on a downhill slope. And once, push Bumgarner and gets a, once Bumgarner gets away from Max Muncy, maybe it'll be easier. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking shirt Muncie wore in batting practice that one time. Dude, That's still the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Probably my favorite thing about the baseball season. <laughs> you go get it from the river. The the Reds getting Bauer though really surprised me. Yeah, uh, it was a little it, weird. They gave up Trammell, who's one of their top prospects. The Padres loaded it, gave up a fucking ton for some reason to make that trade go through. I don't know why the Padres gave up all that, but Unless they feel like they can ink Bauer long term, that may trade. The trade make no sense. Nope. If they can ink really? him long term, you know, Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, and uh, Luis Castillo at the top of your order—that sounds pretty damn good. That will compete in that division for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, the the trade deadline really surprised me, uh, and you got to see how things fit in past that. Uh, there's a lot of players and a lot of new teams. Eric Sogard literally had to go across dugouts the other day. Uh, oh, yeah. Sogard was on the Blue Jays, and then in the middle of the game, the trade to the Rays was announced, so he had to go from the Blue Jays dugout to the Rays dugout, which was on the other side of the field. Yep. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I love baseball trades. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, right in the that middle of the game. That shit happens every year now. <laughs> Players like, get traded oh. in the middle of the games, and, like, I wonder if that's weird, just looking over in the other dugout and the other manager is waving at you. Like, <laughs> just signaling you over. Yeah, You're like, hey, man. You're going to pinch it later. <laughs> yep. Mid-game, pinch it. Mid-game, pinch it. Come on now, bud. Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, I think it'll be really inter- interesting. Uh, a lot of teams got better. And I'm just looking forward to the end push. Fuck the Red Sox. Yeah! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they didn't do a damn thing. Anyway. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Well, I got, well, th- three big things. One, our own Jimmy Conaway is pitching this weekend for the dog. Hell yeah. Hell oh. yeah, yeah. Also, Ginger. Yeah. I can't Mets, remember that kid's name, but I know he's a ginger. Dustin May. They call him Ginger Guard because he looks like Noah Cindergard. 
and Jimmy. <laughs> Ginger guard. Ginger. Ginger. I'll take it. Hell yeah, you'll be rich in about two days. And then um, Noah Syndergaard, six hours ago. What? A, what? This guy's a legend for this. He tweeted out, "Hey everyone, players only meeting in five minutes." And he posted a video of the "I'm not leaving" from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> what a fucking legend! And then, well, I'm triggered. The Cubs got rid of Carl Edwards Jr. for no fucking reason, no yeah. reason at all. I don't even know who the bum we got in return. The guy is, I don't even know who he is. Apparently, he's a starting left-handed pitcher, but I don't give a damn because I don't know who he is. And you give up Carl Edwards Jr., who got one of the most important most important outs two, well, three years ago in the World Series. What the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing? That is why we are 56 and 50, and the fucking Cardinals are in first place right now. Bums. The Rays get rid of Ryan Stanek, so I feel. God, pisses me off. Anyway, but, yeah, trade deadline was crazy. Astros got ridiculously better. Their pitching got ridiculously better. And I, don't, I mean, we got a good, like, the Cubs traded uh, and got a good outfielder from um, Martin Maldonado, who was there for all of, like, eight days. But um, Back to the Astros. Yeah, oh, wait, back, yeah, back to- yeah, Astros, sorry. But, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I was surprised that the Yankees and Red Sox didn't make any moves, though, simply because I really thought they would. Um, but I don't know. I guess they just felt like they were in no position to. I don't know. Whatever. Mets, I was surprised they didn't move one of those guys. But but then again, like you said, they probably wanted the Brinks truck backed up for them with you know, major league-ready players and probably – other things as well, but I saw um, they were asking for top prospects from the Rays for Zach Wheeler. Yeah, Zach Wheeler's got Rays on the fours, and they were asking for guys like Wander Franco and all the, the Rays have seven, seven or eight guys in the top 100, and they were asking for one or two of those guys out of the top 100. Like for Zach fucking Wheeler, <laughs> like, I thought it was so can funny. You imagine what the asking price is for Zinder? <laughs> I do. I do think. I do think it's funny though. The Mets traded Jason Vargas to the Phillies. <laughs> like here, take our take the guy who gives up the most home runs and looks like a fucking grease ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy him while you can. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's so wide open right now in baseball. But I tell you, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting coming up the next couple months. That's for sure. But free agents, or not free agents? Sorry, trade deadline was nuts. But I think it's going to be pretty cool towards going to postseason. Yeah, I really think like this is the month where you know the the teams that are serious about the playoffs and World Series are going to start making a big push and. September and October is just going to be phenomenal. Oh, dude, I know. I can't, can't wait. Fart and thought, boys. Hashtag can't wait. Hashtag can't wait. And speaking well. of Bart Scott, we finally, this has nothing to do with him whatsoever, but this has involved <laughs> the sport. <laughs> this involves the sport that he played. We finally get to talk about football after this, for the first time in like freaking 84 years. Uh, I can't, I can't I just, wait. I, I just popped a chub. Yeah, me too. 
No, I, I mean, it's absolutely, I'm so freaking stoked. I mean, it's, it's August is basically here. Football season right around the corner, college football, in the NFL, Lord have mercy. It's nothing better. And you know, a lot of stuff going on right now, uh, heading into the college season, you know, a lot of teams are kind of a little iffier. Uh, of course, Bama is going to be Bama. Clemson is going to be Clemson. But then looking at the NFL side of things, you know, a lot of teams right now trying to sign certain players, re-sign players, big long contract extensions. The Cowboys are having issues with Zeke holding out. And we're going to have to pay those guys or try to pay those guys, and it might be an issue. So, Chase, what do you think about uh, the college football season heading into it, just free, you know, general thoughts. We think about the NFL and all the uh, free, or I guess you call it free agency drama around there too. So, what do you think, Marshall, baby? That's all I gotta say. We're back. Heard the f up. Heard football, baby. I can't wait. I'll be at every home game. That's for sure. So, can't wait. But yeah, uh, as for I me, mean, like you said, Alabama's gonna be Alabama. Clemson's gonna be Clemson. I think Clemson repeats. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of shocking teams this year. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I will say, I don't know. It just it's so wide open though. But I mean, obviously, like you said, Clemson, Alabama, going to be right there. But after that, it's anybody's ball game. So oh, yeah. that's cool. I can't wait. I'm interested to see what, uh, like I said, like Marshall does. I feel like we can definitely win the East, like they have us projected to. It's just like. We got to be mindful of the games that you know that we could trip up on, yep. and all that. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm just ready for college football to be back, man. Like, I can't wait to just wake up and be like, I'm gonna crack open a beer. It's 9 a.m. and college game day is coming on. Nothing better. Nothing better, dude. There's nothing better than that. And then go like going tailgates and all that. Like, I'm oh. so excited for that. But um, NFL wise. Um, I could give two shits less about Zeke and the Cowboys because I fucking hate them. Hopefully, uh, I don't resign them. I don't. I don't hate Zeke. I wasn't saying I hate Zeke, but I hate the Cowboys. So <laughs> Jerry Jones is an idiot. He's the literally the biggest dumbass I've ever seen in my life, and he's somehow an NFL owner. But uh, yeah, I mean NFL wise, I just hope to God the Panthers don't pull what they did last year, go like six and two, then lose like all the rest of their games. Um, but it's it's. I, I I love Cam Newton. Like I will defend Cam Newton until I'm gray in the face. But like, this is like do or die season for him. And I yeah. hate to say it, but it's so true. And you know, I don't have a I don't have a problem with Will Gear being a backup quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. It just bothers me he went to WVU. Yeah. Um, like I mean, the guy could barely beat out Tree on Harris at Florida. And now he's our backup quarterback. But nothing. I mean, no disrespect to him. It's just saying it's like that whole system while he was at Florida was so flawed because they were like. They're like Treon Harris is the is the best, but he really turned out to be a bust. But um, then he went to West Virginia, he balled out, so I give him give him the credit. Um, so we'll see about that. But like I said, it's do or die for Cam. Um, McCaffrey looks like an absolute shredded hawk. Oh yeah. Um, can't wait to see him do better. Uh, Curtis Samuel's finally healthy. DJ Moore looking good. Greg Olson's finally healthy. Uh, added Chris Hogan to the receiver mix, so that definitely helps. Um, but you know, just interested to see more along the lines of what the defense is going to do. Um, you know, we, we added Bruce Irvin and, uh, Gerald McCoy, which were two big off, uh, you know, off season ads for defense. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely going to be unique season, but, uh, across the league, chiefs are going to be reloaded again. They're going to look good. Browns are going to be surprising this year. I think they're going to be a lot better. Um, with the squad that they have, I think they could definitely win that division. 
Uh, Steelers, I don't know. They're up in the air. I do believe that they can win, um, you know, even without A.B. and Le'Veon, but it's definitely tougher now. Um, Jets, I still think they're going to suck, but Le'Veon will probably be pretty good. Uh, what else? Saquon's going to have to carry it 500 times a game for them to even compete. <laughs> Um, somewhat relevant, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll have like 8,000 yards this year because he's going to get every touch. But, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just give him the ball while you can because Elon's going to throw interceptions every other every other throw. Yep. And Patriots, Patriots, you know, nothing nothing to say there. They're going to be really good. Rams, same thing. They're going to be really good. Um, a lot of teams that could be surprising this year, um, just kind of more along the lines of waiting to see how they're, how they're going to turn out and then – Again, regularly scheduled tweet here. Uh, Andrew Luck is hurt again with Shocker. his cap. So they held him out for the next two practices. Uh, Julio Jones uh, said he doesn't need preseason. So, um, you know, I hate the Falcons, but, you know, I don't want to see him get injured. But, you know, at least play one or two games or just like play a quarter or something in each of those games. Just, you know, just to stay fresh and get, get it going because, I mean, that's how it leads to injuries. And then uh, Michael Thomas for the uh, thanks today signed a $100 million extension, 61 guaranteed. So, I mean, the guy deserves it. He's literally the, one of the best receivers in the league and the biggest safety blanket for that team. So, good for him. NFL, NCAA, I don't care. Football's back. I'm pumped. Get it here. Injected in my veins right now. I don't care how long. I get it here already. Thirty-one days, baby. Yes, and to kind of talk, uh, piggyback off of your point about Marshall, I can't wait to see our herd out there this year. It's going to be awesome. I think they got, like you said, I think they got a real chance to, you know, win the division and possibly win the conference title. But we shall see. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. what do you think about the college football scene heading into the season, the NFL scene, all the contract talks going on? Just what do you think about football in general heading into the season? Not too far away now. Dude, I can't wait for college football kickoff. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, about it. Uh, I just, uh, I'm, I just, I need my football fix. Football. I'm, I'm just really excited for college football in in general, and then uh, the NFL where it kicks off, um, you know, tomorrow night, and then with the uh, the Hall of Fame game, and then uh, Hard Knocks kicking off next Tuesday on my birthday. I was like, yep, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. Then I really am, have high hopes for Marshall. I'm excited to uh, go see him in, in Boise, visit Dad's family I haven't seen since I was like five. Mm-hmm. And you know, that'll be a good little trip. But then in the NFL-wise, I'm still kind of scratching my head over the whole, you know, Thomas signing. Like, yeah, he's, he's a good wide receiver, but I can only think of two wide receivers I would ever pay $100 million. And one of them's Randy Moss and the other one's Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know, just and I really do think Larry Fitzgerald might have a career year because you know I think Kyler Murray is going to do incredible, and I think every or a lot of you know defensive coordinators and even defensive players are going to underestimate him because he's small and this that and the other. But I think he's going to be like a Russell Russell Wilson and and you know kind of shock everyone and actually do pretty well. And um, but. And I'm still a little shocked that Javion Clowney still hasn't, like, signed or franchise tagged or anything like that. And then I think he's – hopefully he's not doing what Lev Bell did and he's just, you know, doing his own thing and um, just wanting, like, the best yeah. best contract for him. 
and then Melvin Gordon too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He's holding can, out. Yeah, I can see Gordon doing what Bell did because of how much money you know Bell potentially could have had, and then what he signed for, and Gordon's right. probably won't. And it's like, oh, if he got that much, and then you know I can get more than him. It's like, eh. Well, the I, prob- I wouldn't pay him that much. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is the Chargers criminally underpay their players every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, That's oh, why they can never sustain success because, success because they don't want to pay anybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. they never do. The owner does not want to pay anybody. He hasn't paid sure. anybody since LaDainian Tomlinson, and he barely paid him. Yeah, they're they're pretty mediocre every year. You know, they're just 79 Ten and six, you know that's that's about it. Well, they got a great team. Like, like that's like last year, they, that team really should have went a lot farther than they did. Yeah, it's just they can never sustain it. Like one year they'll win twelve or thirteen games, the next year they'll win like seven. They just can't sustain su- success. So they were the only team to expose Lamar Jackson last year. The only what they did to Lamar in the playoffs was that that is yeah. not going to set up a textbook. For what you do against the Ravens, yeah. yeah they, Until they, the last drive of that quick. game, Lamar looked like one of us would have yeah. been there on the field. Yeah. Uh, is it is it my turn to? Yeah, but I just chimed. Oh, I just chimed. Yeah, I just chimed in. Let it rest. <laughs> Any <laughs> further points, Dimmer? Um, no free ads. So then, uh, just one more thing is still like you guys were saying that the. the Dak Prescott or the uh, the Cowboys saying is I don't understand it. Jerry Jones just needs to shut up. And if I was Zeke, I'd just be like, hey, you know, you said you don't need me, so have fun. Unless you sign me a you know nice little chunk of change, I think I'm just gonna stay put. And then, I mean, Dak's good, but he's not Super Bowl contender worthy. No, no. He'll win a. I think he's kind of like a Philip Rivers. He'll win a playoff game or two, but that's about it. No. Just, yeah, bro. They're they're not they're not even where close to a Super Bowl winning team at all. That that's just me though. But yeah, all right, chat. Sorry. There you go. It amazes me how teams who have good players in certain positions feel like you don't need good players in those positions. Because like, you know, watching teams who, if you have a bad running back, if you have no running game. It makes everything look worse. Yeah. If you have no good offensive line, it makes your whole team look worse. It always amazes me how, like, if you have a really good running back like Ezekiel Elliott, you just feel like you don't need him. Like, fucking come on. How the fuck can you sit there and say you don't need Ezekiel Elliott? One of the best running backs in the game. How can someone literally say the (laughs) sentence word for word with a straight face? No, we don't look, need Ezekiel Elliott. Look what Dak has done when Zeke's not been in the lineup. He has looked like a straight yes. bum. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Like, bum. And I guarantee that if they play four games without Ezekiel Elliott, they're going to be making statements like, well, if Elliott was just here, like, yeah. Yeah, they're oh, still going to blame Elliot. it on him. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to get all the blame, even though the owner of the team said, nah, we don't need you. Like, it, it, it's and it's not just the Cowboys teams who have this shit. Like the Steelers have always had really good offensive lines and stuff like that. And then I hear people say like, "Well, offensive line isn't the most important part of this." Well, fucking, are you fucking yeah, kidding is. me? Like, <laughs> yes, when you have an offensive line, it doesn't look important. <laughs> yeah, that's conventional football wisdom right there. You yeah. got to have ask, a new line. Ask a fucking Cardinals fan that last year. <laughs> yeah, I think offensive lines are important. Whenever Rosen was literally running for his fucking life. <laughs> like, 
literally a bad offensive line ruined David Carr's career. David Carr was supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And the dude, every single snap, Tim Couch was the same way. Every single snap, those guys weren't just evading pressure. They were literally running to not get hurt. Like, they took a snap, and it wasn't just, oh, this guy got off the edge. It was this guy got off the edge. This guy's coming from the middle. That guy got off the other edge. If I just fucking run backwards and outrun them, I'll be okay. I don't want to get hurt. Maybe if I just fall down. (laughs) Can I just fall? Coach, I quit. These guys are scary. (laughs) I I heard Jerry Jones say that shit, and that is so fucking stupid. That's ridiculous. If you take fucking Zach Zinner and put him and give him the exact same amount of touches that Ezekiel Elliott got last year, every single touch Ezekiel Elliott got, give it to fucking Zach Zinner, the Cowboys win four games. Maybe. If that. that. Yep. Because then Dak Prescott's going to have to throw 45 times a game and still only get 95 yards somehow. Yep. I'm pretty sure I heard him throw last year and he grunted. (laughs) Yeah. He was trying to throw eight yards and was (laughs) short hopped his receiver. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that stuff makes me so fucking mad when I hear people say that. Like, every single, but like, yes, you need good players everywhere. Andrew Luck is broken. Andrew Luck was healthy last year. But the reason Andrew Luck was fucking destroyed was because the Colts just didn't get an offensive line. Yep. yep. The Colts get an offensive line. Andrew Luck doesn't get hurt. The Colts make the playoffs. Yep. That, that's not just a speculation. That literally happened. <laughs> it happened. The Colts have no offensive line. Andrew Luck gets hit every play. He gets hurt. Andrew Luck doesn't play. And then fucking Jacoby Brissett is your best option that they got from the Patriots. And I can't even remember who was playing quarterback for that, but that's the reason they suck ass. <laughs> like, you, take, you take a superstar player away from a position or replace it with a replacement level player. I don't care what position it is. That affects your team. And for... The Cowboys or anybody in the world to say that, well, we don't feel like we need this. Well, you don't fucking need it, but it really fucking helps. Like, well, the only reason he's only reason he's saying that is because he's holding out. If he was, if he wasn't holding out, he would be like, yeah, Zeke's a Hall of Famer. We need him. Uh, he's a yes. the key to our team. It's just complete, just ridiculous. Like, exactly. He's trying to get some leverage, but it's fucking stupid. It's so stupid. Like, if the Patriots don't want to pay Tom Brady, I don't think anybody in the Patriots organization is going to try to say, well, I think we could survive with Brian yeah. Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, yeah. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say that shit. That's why players don't want to fucking play for the Cowboys. Yep. That's why these guys don't want to be there. Jerry Jones is a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> if, if I was Ezekiel Elliott, I would not want to play there anymore. Like, it, if you don't think you need me, Go right ahead. Oh, there's no way he's training in Cabo St. Lucas right now. My man's on vacation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he should be, and he should be. Like, he yep. deserves that. Once you do this, once you do stuff at his level for so many years, you deserve your vacations. Like, yeah. You deserve to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. AJ Green deserves a vacation. AJ Green didn't take a vacation, and now AJ Green's out for the first few weeks of the year. Yep. It's funny how that works. Yes, it is. These guys start doing this shit. The harder you go, like players like the Odell stuff and Jarvis Landry stuff with the Browns right now, they kind of have to be there. They got a new coach. They have a new Odell as a new team. They kind of have to be there. And that, well, I, I literally just kind of said the exact thing for AJ Green, uh, but he has a new coach. But those guys kind of deserve their time. Like they they, they deserve to do what they want to do. And 
the, the Melvin, Melvin Gordon needs to get paid. Ezekiel Elliott needs to get paid. I'm glad Michael Thomas got paid. So Michael mm-hmm. Thomas is a phenomenal receiver. I think he was the – did he lead the league in large, yards last year? Receptions. Okay, he led in receptions. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the best receivers in football. Like, he deserved to get paid. If you are the best at what you do, you deserve to get paid. Like, I saw the Panthers want to give McCaffrey even more touches. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's reliable, re- man. Respect to the hat. That dude's legs are going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> he had almost 350 touches last year, and they want to give him more. <laughs> I mean, with the muscle he added on, he could, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll take him. And it's not yeah. even – I wouldn't even consider it, like, just straight rushing touches now. I mean, we're going to – we they use him in so many different formations and also in receiving too. So I wouldn't say it's going to be predominantly rushing. I think they're factoring in more touches receiving as well. Yeah. 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 It, no No offense to your receiving corpse. Your receiving corpse is better than a lot of people give credit for it, but McCaffrey's the best weapon out of, with his hands and with his legs on that team. Yeah. I think yeah, DJ I think Moore will be better this year. He's going to shock a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better than a lot of people are giving him credit for. If Curtis Samuel stays in the field, I've liked Samuel ever since he came out of Ohio State. He just, is freaking fast. He's so hell, fast. He is so freaking fast. <laughs> the dude just can't stay on the field, though. And it's unfortunate to watch you guys like that because I feel like John Ross would be a good receiver in the NFL. Yeah. He could just stay on there. Like, like, if he could just not hurt himself whenever he runs in a straight line. <laughs> you see that shadow over there? Oh, God, my leg. <laughs> That's seriously how it feels like for some of these guys. Like, yeah, once, honestly, once their body starts to give away, it's it's like at first it starts out of serious injuries, and then it gets to the point where like, oh, I fucking sprained my toe sneezing. Yep, I'm gonna miss six weeks. <laughs> that yeah. stuff starts to really weigh on these guys, and that sounds like Andrew yeah, Luck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Luck's over the serious issues. Although Luck. Man, Luck still scared me at certain times last year. There was a couple of games where they needed Hail Marys and they subbed them out for reset. Because uh, I think that was them kind of even admitting, like, Luck's, Luck's arm isn't what it was. Luck's arm is still incredibly good. Luck is still one of the best quarterbacks in football. If you don't have Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck and your 15 best players in the league, you should really reassess your list. <laughs> Basically. But Andrew Luck isn't what he was because – the Colts ruined them. They got a brand new toy on Christmas and started banging it against the wall. Yeah. And yeah. then got upset when it broke. <laughs> well, the Colts are finally starting to put good pieces around him, finally. Like, you saw that last year, and, like, they have the pieces now. But, like, it took him so long. And, like, he was, like – think back to when he was coming out of college. Like, you, he was maybe the most hyped quarterback in, like, decades. Like, everybody was just – already declaring him a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's like everybody has been saying that. So, like, he had enough expectations as it was, and then the fact that he didn't have a good enough well-rounded team for a few years didn't help matters either. Yeah. The the luck thing, when he was coming out of college, and I even felt the same way as some of those people, because, like, I, I watched Andrew Luck in college, and he isn't like, you know, when people say Lamar Jackson was great in college. Lamar Jackson was great because he was faster than everybody else. He was a better athlete than everybody else. Uh, Andrew Luck... That dude could just hit anything, any throw, period. Yeah, didn't matter if yeah. you're forty yards away on the sideline or fifteen yards down the middle. There was every any throw, any throw, he could hit it. Uh, it. And another thing for going back to Ezekiel, like Melvin Gordon, all of these guys, when those guys are on the field, it makes everybody else look better. Marlon Mack, 
was just an okay running back until last year. Andrew Luck yeah. gets on the field, and Marlon Mack is suddenly close to being a Pro Bowl level running back. That's not a coincidence. That stuff doesn't just happen. Amari Cooper didn't have a career resurrection because Dak Prescott was throwing him the ball. Amari Cooper had a career resurrection because he got the fuck out of Oakland. Yep. Teams were worried about Ezekiel Elliott running the ball, so it's a little bit easier to get open whenever teams aren't looking at you as the number one threat. Yep. When those guys are on the field, it's so much easier to play the game. Keenan, Keenan Allen's job is a lot easier on Melvin Gordon on the field. All those guys. I, it's, I'm so tired of I, – I almost always side with players on this shit. I kind of sided with Le'Veon Bell last year on that shit. Like, you want to work these players like dogs, and you want them to give their all, and then you come out and act like you don't need them. How demoralizing is that as a player? If your coach, every time you step on the field, your coaches and your teammates act like you have to do literally everything. Like, yep. you have to give 110% every single play, and if you give less than that, you're quitting on this team. But if you even slightly start to quit on this team, then even, I'm not even saying, like, just try to quit. Like, you ask for anything other than what you're getting, then you're the bad guy. Yeah. That stuff just, oh. that, that aggravates me, seeing that kind of stuff, because... These guys deserve to get paid at the end of the day. Some of it's ridiculous, but I don't know. That's my rant. Respect. Moving on to uh, a lot of shit that's happened since we were last year for MMA. Had the John Jones card even happened yet? No, it was just, it was about to. Okay. I think, I, think, I believe, yeah. So I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been, it really been a long while. <laughs> that was either the last one we covered or, like you said, right before it happened. I think it was. I feel like it hadn't happened yet because I didn't. I don't remember Chase talking about how much he loved Masvidal. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> well, let's start with that then. Uh, there's been two pay-per-views and a lot of fucking cards that have happened since then, uh, since very last year, but, uh, Tiago Santos, John Jones happened. John Jones retained his belt by split decision. Not really sure how that was a split. I thought John Jones had won that fight, but Santos, Santos was a game. Santos went out there. He made it five rounds on a terrible knee. Santos has tore, tore his ACL, MCL, PCL, and his meniscus in the second round, made it another four rounds. Uh, and went to the judges. And there are some people who feel like he won that fight. I personally am not one of those people. But regardless of if he won that fight or didn't, uh, that was a really good training for his career. So it, that that dude's marketable now in a division that doesn't have a lot of marketable names. And he'll get another shot at some point in time. Amanda Nunes retained her belt, knocked out Holly Holm in the first round. There was literally zero controversy in that. Uh, if you get kicked inside of the head and you go out fucking cold, then you can't really argue shit. Jorge Masvidal broke a record, knocked up an Askren in five seconds, flying knee. It was really about two, but yep. the ref took a little bit too long to get in there, so it's just five. <laughs> let's let's settle yeah. for five. That's, that's what goes into the record books. That's the fastest knockout of all time. Uh, John Blokovich knocked out Luke Rockhold in the second round. Rockhold broke his jaw yet again, which that was his that's... light of really debut. That's kind of sad for Luke. <laughs> Because this guy was a champion, and he was a really good champion for a little while. 
He was a very talented guy. He's one of the best fighters that I've seen recently, but Luke Rockhold, his shin is ruined. Dana White went out and said that he thinks Rockhold should retire. This is the second time he's broken his jaw. He's had to have it wired shut. This is now twice. Your jaw is pretty important if you get punched in the face. You can't really have that break too many times. He said to have skin grafts on his shin. He's uh, messed up his shin so many times. They, I think he said he's done like three skin grafts. He said to have surgery on his shin. The same shin, his left shin, 15, 20 times. And that, that's, that's his powerful kicking leg. That was a weapon for him when he was yeah. coming up. And now that weapon's gone. Uh, as far as the rest of that card, Michael Chiesa beat Diego. Unanimous decision. That fight sucked. Arnold Allen absolutely beat the hell out of Gilbert Melendez for three rounds. Marlon Vera uh, beat his short notice replacement uh, sub second round. Claudia Gadelia, terrible fight, but she beat Ronda Marcos, unanimous decision. Uh, Song Yadong, which is the best name I've ever heard in the entire world. Hell, Sorry, Boston yeah, it is. If your last name is Yadong, <laughs> you are on like the top of my list of favorite people in the world. Yadong. So, that guy just embraces it. <laughs> he didn't change his name. <laughs> he knew he was Yadong. Yeah. <laughs> and even if the opponent wins, that just means they beat Yadong. And he's just a <laughs> Or you got that, beaten that by That was a fantastic Yadong. way of words right there. Or you got yep. beaten by Yadong. Like <laughs> Yadong beat you. Either way, either way Yadong is beating you. Or yep. you're beating it, so getting beat. Yeah, one, one or the other, yeah. There it's you one go. Or the other. No way In this instance, Yadong beat Perez. <laughs> mm. First round. I'm never going to get tired of saying that. Who's Dong? Uh, at that card, Nate Diaz and Khabib fought in the crowd, which was actually more entertaining than Claudia Gadelia's fight. That's true. <laughs> uh, Whitaker and Adesanya got announced at 243. That's going to be in Melbourne. Uh, I have more, more fights. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> How did I get this one? The Sacramento one's easy. Those fights barely lasted. Jermaine Durand be knocked out Aspen Ladd in 16 seconds. That was a very controversial stoppage. Uh, Ladd looked like she was recovering, but she was on all four. She got knocked down. It, you can see why I got stopped. Your eye favor made his return, knocked out Ricky Simone in 48 seconds. That was another bad stoppage. But Sacramento, your eye favor. Everybody kind of wanted him to win that fight anyways. Uh, that's an awesome win for him. Now he's talking about fighting Henry Cejudo, which is ridiculous. I love your eye favor. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Josh Amet knocked out uh, Mursad Bektich. Uh, that was a big fight for him. Carl Roberson, Martin Vittoria, Andre Feely, Juliana Pena, Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall looked fantastic. Benito Lopez. All of them got big wins on that card. Uh, Ryan Hall absolutely beat the pulp out of Darren Elkins. If you guys haven't watched Ryan Hall fight, you should because it's hilarious. He looks like one of us. Sure. Like he looks like a guy you would see on the side of the road. Dude, he and looks like, like a freaking goofball. Yes, you feel like you could fuck with that dude. <laughs> dude, he <laughs> looks like he looks, fight. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the kid that was like stuffed in lockers for like his whole life, <laughs> and then he grew up and he's like, okay, this guy has some chest hair now, and he could fight. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yep. And his his like thing of chest hair looks like he was the kind of guy who had chest hair in middle school. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> and oh, he yeah. just had that big bush of chest hair, like since he was like fucking twelve years old. <laughs> he, like, he was a kid who ripped Beyblades when they weren't popular anymore. Played yes. like Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> got stuffed in lockers, had like fruit thrown at him. What a every guy! Time, every time I see a guy like Ryan Hall fight, it makes me wonder if they did get picked on in their younger, and that's how they pursued fighting. Like 
So Ryan Hall looks like yeah. he got picked on. Like, yeah. Uh, UFC oh, then yeah. traveled from Sacramento to San Antonio. Leon Edwards defeated Rafael DeSantos by unanimous decision. That was a really, really, really impressive performance for Leon Edwards. That's going to vault him up in the title contention. Or a fight with Ari Masvidal, who we just mentioned, who has done more damage to Leon Edwards than any of his actual opponents in the last few fights. Three-piece in a soda. Never fuck with Jorge Masvidal when he has his hands behind his back. That, that. should be said for anybody. That, that's what he did to Edwards. That's what he did to Askren. He started the fight against Askren with his hands behind his back and then took a fucking running start. <laughs> it timed to knee perfect. Uh, Walt Harris knocked out Alexei Olenek in sixteen or shit in eleven seconds. Greg Hardy knocked out Juan Adams in forty-eight seconds. That was a pretty impressive performance. Not a big fan of the guy, but but he keeps putting on good performances. Uh, Dan Hooker knocked out James Vick in the first round. James Vick then announced he's going to move up in a weight class. Dan Hooker uh, then asked for a fight in Australia, which is where he's from. Uh, so that'll be an interesting fight. Alexander Hernandez, Andre Lasky, Alex Caceres, uh, Raquel Pennington. Uh, Jennifer Maya, Ray Borg, and all of them got big wins in that card as well. And then they traveled to Canada this past weekend for a pay-per-view back in action. Max Holloway defended his belt over Frankie Edgar in Ambus decision. That was an incredible performance against one of the best fighters of all time for Max. That's gonna it, I, The conversation was already there, but that's going to put Max up there as a very, very, very strong pick for the best featherweight of all time. I personally feel like he was already the best featherweight of all time. Beat Jose Aldo twice, did everything they have to do with that division. Uh, Max has just ran through it. Max is, to me, the best featherweight of all time, and I think that really, really, outside of maybe Aldo, uh, kind of proves that. Uh, Cyborg, last fight under contract, beat Felicia Spencer. Felicia Spencer got absolutely manhandled, no pun intended, by Cyborg, since I'll let Jimmy say it. <laughs> She's man. <laughs> uh but Felicia Spencer really showed herself a uh, nice young fighter who has a future in that sport. Uh, Cyborg is had so much fucking drama with Dana White. It's starting to get on my fucking nerves. Uh, Jeff Neal beat Nika Price TKO. Another controversial stoppage. There, I think the moral of this entire thing that I've been going on with is the refs really need to step up their game. <laughs> I think I've said the words controversial stoppage five times throughout this, and we're only covering four cards. Uh, Says about right, yeah. Uh, Armin Sarukian, uh, Christoph Joko, uh, Vivian Araujo, uh, fucking, I can't even remember that dude's name. Dewodu, uh, Gavin Tucker, Davison Figueredo all had big wins in that card as well. Uh, Chris Cyborg has since came out after her fight and said that she will not fight for the UFC again unless Dana White and Joe Rogan publicly apologize for statements that they've made. Calling her a man. <laughs> Whoops. Apparently, people get offended whenever you're actually a woman and they say you look like a man. Apparently, that's offensive. Lame. I don't see how. I think if you look like a man, you look like a man. Yes, 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 she is a woman. I will never dispute that. She's genuinely a woman. She's one of the best fighters of all time. But she looks like a man. That's just an observation. (laughs) So does her bulge. Yeah. Yeah. There was a fight a few weeks ago, Nina Ansaroff, who is, I don't know if they're married, I know they're at least dating, Amanda Nunes. Nina Ansaroff actually had to take time for a groin shot. 
And that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know that hurts, but like she took more time than some male fighters do. She got yeah. knee in the cooter <laughs> and took the full five Old cooter. <laughs> you mean Cooter's Garage in Hazard County? <laughs> Cooter's Garage in Hazard County. I had never seen a woman need to take the full five minutes for getting kneed in the groin. Like, <laughs> she took a full five minutes essentially for a ball shot without <laughs> having balls. I thought that was so funny. But, Trace, I know you watched every single fight that happened. She you know it. I'll skip over you. Okay. I don't want to give too much good insight. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a time constraint here. Yeah. Chase, what do you think about all that's happened? Uh, there is a lot to keep up with since we've last been here. Two pay-per-views, two free cars. Another free car coming up this weekend, Lawler and Covington. That's going to be really entertaining. Uh, those fights are on ESPN, so Trace, if you do not watch, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I've had them on a little <laughs> bit doing some of the free ones in recent weeks, I'll just say. I don't remember a whole lot about them, but I did have them on. I was about to say, Trace will just, just block and win the fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, look, Colby Covington fights this weekend. Yeah. You can probably skip over that one, because if you're trying to get into UFC, that is not a guy to watch. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just dry hump you for an hour and a half. You may as well just watch fucking porn. Where they're not actually having sex, like yeah. <laughs> just rubbing together in like silk clothing, and then yep. the other one gets about up it. and talks about how bad they are, like yeah, pretty much. Anyways, pretty, go on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, my God, you covered the whole fucking two months. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. It, That's yeah. what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, love it. Quality, quality over quantity, but um. Anyway, yeah, John Jones looked impressive. Tiago Santos was definitely game. Um, so he, de- I mean, not that I didn't respect him before. I I thought he was a, you know, badass fighter anyway. But definitely got some more points for me. Um, it was great seeing Uriah come back and get a win in Sacramento, um, and Andre Feely and um, a lot of the you know Team Alpha Male guys getting wins in Sacramento and everything. Um, but at the same time, it's like you have favor going after Henry Cejudo, even though I cannot stand Henry Cejudo whatsoever. It's like, dude, pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes. Yes. And then BJ Penn's getting another fight, farewell fight for the final time after his, this has been his seventh farewell flight. I love the guy to death. BJ Penn's one of my favorite guys, but the dude just needs to stop fighting. He has lost seven straight. Like stop fighting, dude! You've lost. You're on the worst losing streak of your career. You went from Hall of Famer to barely, barely known now. Like it's getting that bad. But it's getting embarrassing. Get, like he's yeah, needs needs give to him credit. Give fired. him credit. It's not just the worst losing streak of his career. It's the worst it's losing gen- streak of all time. Yeah, yeah. That is the most losses anybody's ever had in a row in the UFC. Right. Fun fact too: Donald Cerrone has won 22 fights since BJ Penn won a fight. Yeah. No, that's impressive. I wasn't going to mention BJ Penn because I didn't want to make fun of him for that long. Right. But Jorge Masvidal, love that guy because I hate Ben Askren. So, good for him. Um, Leon Edwards definitely impressed me because, like, a couple fights before, like, you're just watching him and everything. I'm like, okay, like, he's a good fighter, but he's going to be, like, the middle of the pack guy. He's never going to get over the hump. But he really – I mean, he really shot me against RDA. And RDA is like no slouch at all. So um, that was definitely good. Uh, the whole uh, 
you know, Frankie Edgar and um, Max Holloway fight. I thought that was a good fight. Max definitely solidified that he's probably pound for pound one of the best featherweights of all time, if not the best, but he still hasn't beaten Connor. So I will say that, but I'm not saying Connor's the best featherweight, but I would say Max definitely is. He proved that and he beat a Hall of Famer of Frankie Edgar. Um, you know, and Frankie, Frankie's, I mean, Frankie's 37 years old, but. I mean, the guy still fought like he was, you know, in his twenties. So, I mean, he definitely, he definitely has a lot to prove, but he also has, you know, what I'm saying, but he also doesn't at the same time. I mean, he's he's a former champion. He fought like a champion against Max. Max was just a better guy. Max is just a better fighter. Period. And um, this weekend, I hope to God Robbie Lawler tears Colby Covington's face off, like I know he's capable of doing, because that'd be just fantastic. That'd just be fantastic. And then, no, oh, no. And then Walt Harris, man, that surprised me. I was really shocked about Walt Harris going out there and doing that to Olenek and everything, man. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely good uh, last few fights and everything. Um, I don't know who's opening. Uh, seems like plastic candy over there and taking forever to open. That'd be, but that would be me. My lord, man! What the hell? What the hell <laughs> are you was- opening? I was tearing the label off my Gatorade. No shit. Oh. It had gotten down to the point where I couldn't see the Gatorade anymore. So, like, <laughs> I had to tear it off, so I had to know it was there. <laughs> yeah. There's be- no other be- way to tell that it's there. <laughs> These Beats headphones pick up everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could have, like, a minute fart, and I'd still hear it. While I was doing that, I was wondering to myself, I wonder if they can hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. It's been good, good fights and everything. I'm, you know, interested to see, you know, some of the ones coming up and everything. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely entertaining. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for all the fights coming up. It's gonna be great. I guess while we're talking about fights, we should mention the PFL has had their second, third round. Uh, their regular, their yeah, their regular season is almost over. I think they have one more showing that'll be at ESPN two next month sometime, maybe this month sometime. But yeah, it's still July. Uh, it's sometime next month. Uh, so that that'll be the final showing their regular season. At, the, at which point, then they will have a few weeks. Everybody will qualify. I think most people have already qualified. I think they're going to the light heavyweight and heavyweight divisions. So there's the only ones left, uh, and then they'll go into their playoff format, which will be on ESPN two as well sometime later this year, where the fighters will have to fight two times in one night. Uh, to then advance to the championship round, and then you'll fight in your championship fight to get a chance to winning a million dollars. If you do watch those fights and you see Lance Palmer's name on there, don't skip watch it. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> if if you thought I was mean to Colby Covington, like Colby Covington looks entertaining compared to Lance Palmer. I feel like I look entertaining compared to Lance Palmer. Lance Palmer. Had just had his twenty seventh fight as a pro, something ridiculous, and just got his first TKO. That's like, a, yeah, uh, it's bad. It's, it's very bad. Twenty seven seems high to me. I can't get the exact. I don't know if that it's not the exact number. But no, it's pretty, it's no, it's pretty close. Many. It's, it's pretty way close. too fucking many. Is the point? <laughs> just had your first TKO. Considering this TKO wasn't even like a knockout, he just got he just mounted the dude and was just. Essentially, open palm slapping him, but the dude couldn't get out. So he took about thirty unanswered shots, and then the ref was just kind of like, "All right, this is just going to go on for another two minutes." 
So it's not even like he hurt the guy. <laughs> Lance Palmer's guys routinely come out of fights looking like they haven't been in a fight, but they still lost. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sad. If you beat somebody and they don't look like they're in a fight, you should really reassess your game plan. Yep. And this is also a guy who will, he annoys the fuck out of me because he won last year, he won a million dollars, and then he made some comment after he was getting booed, and he made some comment that everybody booing me, I don't see you making a million dollars in one night. So, not only is the dude boring, he's also a dickweed. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a real genuine human being. Like... If you're a boring fighter, I can even be okay with it if you come out and say, sorry, I didn't finish that fight. Like, Or if you finish, like, one out of every, like, three. Like, I can live with that. But if you got, like, ten straight decisions, fifteen straight decisions, please, 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 no one market them. That nope. dude should not be winning a million dollars. No, there's no way. There's no but, way. Because that's a guy who would come over to the UFC and get his shit rocked. They'd sign him to a five-fight contract, and the first one he'd probably win because it's some no-name, and after that, he'd lose the next four. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, and he'll never get signed by the UFC. Literally, because, bro. There's no way he will. If he does, yeah. if he does they're, they're idiots. Yeah, they're, guys like that don't get signed to the UFC. John no. Fitch got cut. John Fitch won seven fights in the UFC and got cut. Because he was so boring. And John Fitch has finished more fights than the Lance Palmer has. And John Fitch is one of the most boring fighters I've ever seen. Yeah. But, oh, God. Yeah, you, you all should check out the PFL. Uh, you should also try to check out Dana White Tuesday Contender Series. We have ESPN Plus. It's on every single Tuesday, obviously. It's in the name. If you can't figure out what day it's on, you've been hitting the head too many times. Uh, but it's on every Tuesday. Uh, but. Kalen Hill has a fight coming up. He's a guy who came up from LFA. I've watched him fight a few times. That dude is incredibly entertaining. Harvey Park, also a guy from LFA, is coming out there. Uh, it's five fights a night, every single Tuesday night. Uh, and then the winners of the fights all get put together in a room, and then Dana White personally comes in and handpicks them on who he's going to give contracts to. The design is supposed to be one fighter out of it gets a contract in the UFC. They're averaging around three fighters to get contracts. This past week, four of them got it. Tracy Cortez got a contract. Look Tracy Cortez up on Instagram. You will not regret it. She is... So fine. Like, so fine. <laughs> so fine. <laughs> She's a nice-looking lady. And her story almost made me cry. Apparently oh. it made Dana White cry. That's how she got a contract. <laughs> there you go. But the secret to get in the Plus, If you all have ESPN Plus, check that out. That's really entertaining every single week. Uh, check out LFA. That's on Spike TV a lot every single... It's usually every couple weeks. Uh, but... I'm not sure what's going on in Bellator right now. There haven't been a lot of big fights out there in Bellator. Bellator's kind of in there a little bit of an off-season. Uh, they're closing in on McDonald and Lima. But there's just been a lot of shit that's happened since, and I can't keep up with all of this. We need to start doing this every week again, for my sake. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> just like... <laughs> and I still feel like I forgot shit. I mean, there was just so much that happened since the last recording that, you know, we all forgot something. I didn't even fucking know which the last card I covered was. Yeah. I was about to skip over John Jones. The greatest fighter of this generation. I was just about to not talk about him because I fucking forgot. It happens. 
Jimmy, oh, please Poor tell mess. me you watched some of that somewhere in that time frame. Well, all I'm saying is I'm following Tracy Cortez right now. All right. So you'll look through all of Oh, good Lord. Woo! Right? <laughs> right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm- oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I try she used your name as a caption. Giving you oh. a little trace of summer. Oh, oh boy, if you, oh, boy if you don't I slide in them DMs, if you don't sub. slide in them DMs, I swear to God, bub. I swear uh, to God. Uh, and if, if your message isn't, I'm going to give you a little trace this summer. Boy, and she got, a ta- <laughs> she got a tattoo of lips on her ass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my, trace, oh, man, my God. If you guys want to hear the saddest shit in the world. Son, like, I'm about that. Oh, my he, God. He read off the caption of that picture, and I can tell you which picture it is. Bro, I'm telling you what oh, it no. is. Boys, oh, I am shit. sweating right now. She is so damn hot. Mm, I'll say she's also, badass. she's also a badass. Good for her. I'd let her break my arm and use it on me anytime she wanted to. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> anytime. Anytime at all. Just let her rip. Just let her rip, baby girl. I ain't going to be mad at you. I feel like that's why Trace isn't talking. He's like looking up the pictures. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm ready to roll. You, you can like hear. I'll, I'll save them for later. You can hear like. I'll save very, them for later. You can't hear right now over like the thing. Like if you're listening live, or well, do we don't do live? But if you're listening to this later on, you can't hear it because he's gonna edit it out. But you can like hear right now. Like... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I go there. <laughs> Got a little slap action going on. <laughs> this is a PG show. <laughs> Hey, I said I would save it for later. Okay. I'm saying is the one with that one with the house and the pool in the background. Only thing that's running through my mind is Pony by Genuine. Mm. Oh, all I'm oh, saying. Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. There's no way was the My God. Was that fight that long ago? Bro, do you, does she need a chair? Because my face is just right here waiting. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I mean, my God, dude, this is y'all always got a seat. Thank you, Chatterton, for the uh, for the tremendous tremendous follow I just made. No problem, buddy. The world <laughs> deserved to see that. <laughs> the world deserved to see it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She got a contract, so she's going to be in the UFC. Oh, even better, even better. <laughs> There's two flying knees this past week. They really, yeah. They were, really, yeah. I, I put one of them in my snap story. It was really impressive, but like, still, all I got out of that entire Tuesday Contender series was I had seen Tracy Cortez on Twitter before, and like, you know, I'm not closely keeping up with her, her career. I know she was four and one, five and one going into this fight. She's an impressive fighter. Yeah. And then I got to watch her, and I watched. <laughs> and I watched very closely. Absolutely. And then. I very closely checked out her Instagram. Nice. A few times. Nice. <laughs> He's like, to be exact, 110. <laughs> <laughs> this little... <laughs> God damn, you can have a beat going. <laughs> I was about to say, you were, I'm just saying, man, you were beatboxing with the thing. <laughs> He was like Chatterton on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, a lot of exciting fights and everything, but you know, definitely 
definitely uh you know watched a lot of the upcoming ones coming up and everything but um you know we usually do whose mains is this but i think we did it last episode so we'll do uh one of the old things that we used to do before we kind of like went innovative with our whole other stuff like with would you rather and everything but back to the basics fellas lost a hand movie song and show of the week so we'll go back to it trace What's your answers, man? Well, I gave a spoiler earlier, but so uh, I'm just going to stick with the movie because I don't know. I don't think of any other for the other two, but for the movie, I'm going Wild Hogs. I, wow. I, it, yeah, it's been boy. too long. I, I need to watch that movie again. That's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so funny. I love it. It's hilarious. I mean, I I'd for I'd kind of forgot about that part that y'all mentioned earlier. That cracked me up. I absolutely love that movie. It's hilarious. Is that a bag of shit? Yeah. <laughs> this is poop, so don't eat it. <laughs> Dude, this movie is so damn funny. Oh, man. I need to watch it again. Me, too. It's I have it on DVD. Zach, you got any? Yeah, I watched it the other day to get myself mentally, mentally prepared for it, too. That's about some, it. You need some help, man? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? I have hiccups. Oh no! No, I was, I was talking about you watch preparing for it. Oh no, no! You have to I, when you don't fuck with clowns, you have to prepare to see clowns. Like is, you don't just true. you don't just dive into that. Like uh, yeah, don't go balls deep into it. I mean, yeah. Also, like, how, many, how many people have you murdered this week? Like, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Get mentally prepared for it. Woo. Yeah. Woo. yeah. Oh. I mean, remember like that trend when people were dressing up as clowns on the side of the road. Yeah, he's like, it was I'm me. not saying I supported that. I'm just saying I did it. He's like, I was one of them. <laughs> I was actually the cult leader of it. <laughs> I was a cult leader of it. He sent out the memos. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You got a you got a song or show of the week? Uh, nope. All right, cool, Jimmy. Oh, uh, Dish oh, 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 got oh, rid of my Fox shit. Sports Ohio channels and all the Fox Sports channels. So mm. it's not a show of the week, but it's a fuck you of the week to dish. There you go. There you go. Now I can't watch my favorite shows. Let him know. Let him yep. know. I'm sued. I like it. I'm sued. Sue. No free ads. Fuck you. No free. Yeah, no free ads. No free ads. Go fuck your mother. Go fuck your mother, dish. We hate you. No free ads. But Jimmy, go ahead, man. Uh let's see. Probably movie of the week. We saw um Spider Man Far From Home. That was good. That was a really that good really movie. Good. So it was it was awesome. Um, I don't know, song of the week, probably either "Run Wild" by Clayton Anderson or "Beer Never Broke My Heart" by Luke Holmes. Just hell yeah, just both both bangers. And uh, I guess show of the week would just be Shark Week. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, just everything on Shark Week. Yep, that's my list. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Rick Porcello loses his temper, breaks two dugout televisions with his fists. Good, the Red Sox. Oh, not the TV. Damn it, Porcello. <laughs> not the TVs. For context, that was my reaction when I saw that I couldn't watch Fox Sports anymore. Pretty much. That's exactly. Oh, what the that's exactly how I felt too. Was that Baja Man? <laughs> <laughs> Baja Man. No, it was just the little runt that terrifies Trace. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, listen, that thing nips in my ankles, and I'm ready to square up on it anytime. Oh, yeah. Anytime. I'm throwing hands with that. Oh, yeah. 
Tell Candy, I'm sorry, but that dog's gonna. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna <laughs> happen. Someone's gonna. Get, we're gonna square up. Yep. But anyway, um, yeah. So my movie of the week, uh, I guess, would be Capsize. I just watched it on Shark Week. What a movie based on true story. Good times. Uh, song. Ah, I got two. Gold Roses by Rick Ross and Drake. Dope. And then Hawaiian Kickboxer. What a bop. Who would have thought? Max Holloway walked out to it. And I like literally did like the most advanced search on Google. And I was like, maybe I should just type in Hawaiian Kickboxer and see if that works. It worked. So <laughs> there you go. Absolute catchy and bop. It's fantastic. Um, show of the week. Hmm. Last Chance You. They uploaded all the episodes. I watched it an entire day. It's great. So I I wasted like eight hours of my life, but it was great. It was worth it. Worth it. Worth it. But other than that, fellas. Yeah, it's good. It's good. They sucked. They they really sucked that season. I will tell you that. But Yeah, I heard an interview with the the coach on Heartland Radio, and it's hilarious. But he's like, yeah, we fucking sucked. But you know what? It, it happens. <laughs> well, at least you're honest, Coach. Yeah. yeah. I love the coach. <laughs> Seems like a cool-ass dude. He's like, the, he's like a white guy from Compton. Like that, that's yeah. No one Compton. 100% just weird, but cool-ass dude. Hell yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it comes to the part of the show where we got to sign off and tell you all bye, even though we hate to do it. Love to see you go. Or hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. But at the same time, <laughs> we got to go to sleep. We got jobs we got to do in the morning. We got to make money. Y'all do the same. But join us in a couple of days. We'll have another episode up, ready to roll. Instagram, Spotify, Twitter, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow us on there. Pornhub. You know, yeah, Pornhub. Absolutely. Uh, we're on there. Uh, you, can just, <laughs> you can just listen to our voices for however long we're on there. Just really get you going. Um, so yeah, I mean, spoiler warning, it is just a lot of trace. Just yeah, hey, <laughs> I found the Instagram account, a lot, in a, lot of, a lot of a lot of flapping going on, good stuff. Um, but yeah, so you know, I hope, hope you guys have a good rest of your week and, and enjoy the weekend like we will get after it and have a good one, savages. We'll see you.